What's up with Juan Soto? Plus, we have some waiver wire options next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome to FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Thursday, June 24th. I am Frank Stample, joined by Chris Towers. And in a game that had 25 runs scored and 27 hits combined between the Phillies and the Nationals, Juan Soto went 0 for 4 with a walk. He's betting 274 with an 825 OPS this season. Chris, what is going on with Juan Soto? And would you still feel comfortable trying to buy him? Yeah, he had four home runs in the first eight games of June, and it kind of looked like he was turning back into himself. And in 13 games since, he has one extra base hit compared to three grounded into double plays. So he's kind of fallen back on hard times. Play discipline has still been excellent. He's just not hitting the ball for power. The thing with it, though, is he's still crushing the ball. He's still hitting the ball really, really hard. He's still... You know, he's not hitting the ball in the air a ton, but it's not like it's been dramatically different than uh, in previous seasons in his career. He's still, you know, like 95th percentile and expected WOBA and expected batting average, 91st percentile and expected slugging percentage. Basically, everything you want to see, plate discipline, how hard he's hitting the ball, it all points to Juan Soto still being very much Juan Soto. And so that gives me reason to believe that moving forward, he's going to be Juan Soto. You can find my trade values chart on cbssports.com slash fantasy. And on, in that trade values chart, you'll see that Juan Soto is still a top five player in both Roto and head-to-head points leagues for me moving forward. That's how strongly I believe that What's happening so far this season, it's mostly just that he hasn't hit for power, and there's no reason to think that he won't hit for power moving forward. So if you have an opportunity to buy low on Juan Soto, if you could trade him for you know, somebody who's ranked in like the 20 range overall, I would be happy to do that right now for Juan Soto. Yeah, on the full-length podcast, we brought up the possibility of trading away Kevin Gaussman to try and acquire Juan Soto. We'll it might take an, another piece there with Gaussman, but something I would look into doing as well. I'm right there with you, Chris. I still have a ton of confidence in Juan Soto. How would you rank these waiver wire shortstops if you were in need of one? David Fletcher went two for four on Wednesday. Brendan Rogers hit his fourth home run. J.P. Crawford has a 10-game hitting streak with 16 hits during that span. And Willie Adamas has been pretty good with the Brewers since moving over there. So Fletcher, Rogers, Crawford, Adamas. How do you rank those, Chris? Yeah, if all four of these guys are available in my league, Willie Adamas is the clear choice for me. He's rostered in about 40% of leagues, so he's probably less available than the other three guys. But since heading over from the Tampa Bay Rays, he's got like an 825 OPS. He's on a 20 homer pace, on pace for about 91 or 98 RBI. And with a 280 batting average. And if you look at what he's done away from Tropicana Field for his career, it's been about a 25 homer, uh, 90 run, 70 RBI, 290 batting average pace for a full season. So I think this might just be who he is. If he's not available, I think Brendan Rodgers is the clear choice. Uh, strikeout rate has been manageable so far. He plays seven games at Coors Field in uh, the next week. So if you need a short-term shortstop option who can turn into a long-term option, if Willie Adamas isn't there, Brennan Rogers is the clear choice. 
How about for waiver wire starting pitchers? We had the Tigers prospect Matt Manning up against the Cardinals on Wednesday. Five and two-thirds, only two runs, but only one strikeout, so kind of a mixed bag of a start there. Caleb Smith was up against the Brewers with no Christian Yelich. Six innings, one run, four walks to six strikeouts, and Mike Fultonevich turned in a quality start against the Oakland A's. Manning, Caleb Smith, Fulte. Are you interested in any of these, Chris? Caleb Smith is the only one and and not really even in most 12 team leagues. I did add him in one 12 team Roto league. Um, you know, we've seen him be a good source of strikeouts and pitch around his fly ball tendencies and his mediocre control in the past. So, you know, for a stretch, I think Caleb Smith can be a useful fantasy option. I think he might have two starts next week, which helps as well. But Beyond that, Manning just hasn't gotten enough swinging strikes, not enough strikeouts in his first two starts uh, for me to get overly excited about him. Let's wrap up with some news and notes. Aaron Savale was diagnosed with a sprained right middle finger. He'll be shut down from throwing for one to two weeks and is expected to require four to five weeks to complete his rehab program, which is just brutal for Cleveland. They've yeah. now lost Shane Bieber, Zach Plesak, and Aaron Savale to the IL. Marcus Stroman's MRI on his hip came back clean, so some good news there. Alex Bregman, who was on the IL with a quad injury, is still two to three weeks away from returning. And speaking of returning, we had a few of those on Wednesday. Wednesday, Cody Bellinger, Michael Conforto, and Kyle Tucker. Welcome back. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a five-star review on Apple. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.